what it motherfucking is, what it motherfucking was. The nigga with the motherfucking podcast buzz. It tells us it's a subtle podcast back for another episode. And uh, it's hot as fuck in here, so I don't know how long it's going to last. I just turn the AC on because, you know, shit going to start off with the AC on. God damn, it's hot as motherfucker. Alright, so we got some shit to talk about today. And it falls under the umbrella of, is it 2010? Motherfucking iCarly's biggest show in the world this week. iCarly. Miranda Cosgrove. And Tyler, the creator, is making music with a motherfucking hot feature. Can you believe it? Any motherfucker born before 2010, can you fucking believe it? I don't even know what to say, dude. Um, but here, 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 here we go. So, we've had this previous May, but, you know, let's go back a little bit. So, December 2019, it's a 10-year anniversary a bastard, and Tyler drops nothing for that, he just, he acknowledges it, gets like a little tweet about it, and then goes on with his day, so no, no, nothing for that, we go 10 years to Goblin, last May 9th, which is like a month ago, last May 9th, posts some covers of Goblin, the main one, some alt covers, a cover of Yonkers, Wax poetic about you had to be there, it was different. Yonk, she, Tron Cat, Analog, AU79, that's it, them still good. Tyler has been on record on saying that a lot of the shit he made, like when he was depressed, the shit he can't really like listen to that much anymore. So I see why, like, a lot of that shit just doesn't fuck with for whatever reason. It's just, a, it's just, I mean, it's like if you were a kid, if you're like a, a, a painter. And you start as a kid, and the shit you made, they try to come back to. You probably wouldn't fuck with most of it anymore, just from a professional standpoint. If you're a, a program, you look at whatever programs you made, you wouldn't really fuck with it. It's just that simple. It's just when you progress, shit you made before you don't really like. Now, obviously, a lot of people like me that came up with Tyler in 2010, 2011, 2012, whatever, always get slighted by him, pretty much doing intentionally the most ignored that that period of time happened for him. But I'm a grown-ass person now. Like, I still prefer, like, the, trilogy, the original trilogy, Tyler. I still prefer, like, the originality that came with that. All that shit. I would still also say that a lot of the shit he does nowadays and I seem original. I don't like it in comparison. I mean, it's still, like, I guess good listens, I suppose. Like, Igor is objectively, like... Some songs in there are worth listening to. And then Flower Boy has some songs that are lyrically very strong because he is, you know, more mature as a rapper now. But I'll be damned if I think he's anywhere near as good <laughs> or interesting as an artist. Uh, that's just me. But I still do follow him because he is talented creator and he is somebody that basically helped me discover my palette in music and amongst other things. So we come we come to to, to the um, end of May and then beginning of June, and we see these these uh, well actually not uh, the, the middle of June, um, these these videos these Instagram posts more colorful palette bullshit, and then one tweet with the caption side street on Twitter uh, is him kissing some chick, and then towards the end of this 39 second clip, uh, the chick who uh, I guess has got a drive by kiss ends up uh, reconciling with 
Taco, who is apparently her boyfriend for the sake of this video, um, he drops a number on Twitter that has voicemails. And these voicemails, I didn't, I didn't actually listen to them, but these voicemails apparently appear to be instrumentals that, um, yeah, a voice memo of mom and, and Tyler will play. And, um, let's see. Yeah, the instrumentals in the background there. I don't want to go off to all that shit because I don't want my shit taken down. But, yeah, voicemail three is three voicemails. And this is his rollout. I mean, this is a guy that's very creative for his rollouts. Uh, with Igor, it was him going across the fucking universe in that fucking Igor outfit. That fucking listen again I don't I'm not the biggest fan of it but it was artistically very progressive I mean like even with the weekend shit I really don't give a shit about what weekend was doing with his whole you know photoshopped face um I know the the red uniform and, and all that bullshit he was doing with after hours but artistically it is progressive you need to take risk to make to really put, put music forward. Like, Tyler, even if Lumberjack was bad, which I think Lumberjack is a good song, I think it's a really interesting song, matter of fact, I still would, would be like, okay, hey, this nigga's trying to do something different than the project before. And what, where, to come this all, to, what the fuck is wrong with me? To make this come full circle, on Spotify, I'll be offering the services, two albums of his, Cherry Bomb and I believe Wolf got album cover updates. One being like I think eight years old. I think Wolf is from 2013, uh, same year as the Doors. Uh, and then Cherry Bomb is from 2015, so you know eight and so six years old. Um, I believe those are his two favorite albums, if I remember correctly. I, I well. I think when that answer that I'm thinking about was given was before Igor's. So I'm not sure how that worked. He might he might have he used Whoop differently than he does Goblin and Bastard, so I'm not sure how he, you know with that, but I know that Cherry Bomb's his favorite project that he made. And you come to this song, Lumberjack, shout out to KTT niggas. I see a lot of people in KTT that really think that this song is like a blend of Wolf and Cherry Bomb Tyler. Uh, and then a lot of people just view the or like people that aren't as I guess interested in making comparisons on Twitter and such view it as being a fusion of Tyler from like our future era and like Tyler post coming at the closet era. Um, there's not, nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm just saying like that's. No, I think those. I think it's a pretty good divider. I think if you really want, you really want to put it down to something. A lot of people wouldn't say that, but if you really want to put it down to a, a major figure. I would say that Garden Shed Vergus is like this is one, one Tyler, and this is another Tyler. That's pretty much where you can make the divider at. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 hey, again, more power to him. It, he could have came out of the gate ten years ago. And as long as the music was good, I mean, most people thought he was gay anyway 10 years ago, so it's not like it matters, but, um, this is the, this is the, 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 the crux, the crux, the whore crux, the crux of what I wanted to say in all of this, it's like Tyler's trying to bring back some old vibes from this, it really sounds like he's trying to do some old, like, kind of, more methodical rapping, 
less safe because I would say one thing about Tyler since about 2017-18 he's a very safe artist I think he's trying to put again safe being like relative or I mean like the shit he kind of does now isn't like harmful to anybody let me put it like that so when I say safe think about it like that I think he's trying to push the envelope more with his rapping. I think he's trying to actually just rap more because a lot of people like complained about you or not having rap. And he kind of has made his point in the lyrics of Lumberjack that, you know, people want this old shit back. Here's a fun comparison. Again, kind of made his point on, on KTT. Um, when you hear the Grills lyrics, or not lyrics, but kind of like ad-libs, I guess, or DJ drops on that song, and you hear what Tyler's saying, it reminds you a lot. Of Stone Mountain, well, not actually, it reminds me a lot of royalty, but I think it always kind of reminds me of Stone Mountain Kawhi. Is there really like a massive difference between Gambino on Stone Mountain versus royalty? But Stone Mountain does have Gangsta Grills on it, and it kind of reminds me the meshing point between those two to the meshing point of Tyler and him on this song. It actually, like, topically also reminds me because they both are trying to prove something rapping wise on those projects so that's interesting something just to note about we could be getting a lot of people pantomime that based on the kind of real sweet gimmicky Tyler shit that we kind of got in terms of the instrumentals and the voicemails we could he could do another double album like Gambino did with that project I would think so because I mean there's not really a I mean, you're trying to be in this aggressive, like, hard-ass guy, which you usually, if you don't know who Gangsta Grills is, when people put Gangsta Grills on a tape, because they're trying to make hard shit. And Pharrell, who, I guess did an episode on Pharrell's Gangsta Grills tape, um, I think a month ago. It's from 2005. And Pharrell, who was Tyler's idol, did that same shit under the guise of, these niggas think I'm a sing-song-ass nigga, I'm gonna drop a hard-ass album. So it wouldn't be that fucking crazy and that was in my mind the tape which was pretty much a, a polar opposite of in my mind the album which did have some rapping songs but for the most part trying to be a polar opposite of that i kind of think for better for now that's what i was trying to do with this make a double tape maybe it doesn't come at the same time maybe he drops this is supposed to come out it's actually just been uh tweeted uh earlier today his official website page and all that shit Call Me If You Get Lost drops June 25th. Uh, that appears to be the actual album title, not just a single. So, I would think that it's possible he drops two albums within a reasonable amount of time. I mean, who knows? It's, it's certainly possible. I would think I would lean more towards double album. But we'll see. I mean, one week away... I think Ward actually was supposed to drop on June 25th. I don't think that was confirmed, but I remember with her leak, um, the leak of her song, that June 25th was supposed to be a pretty prominent uh, date mentioned, but maybe she won't do that. But also, I just want to say, because Earl Swisher retweeted the uh, video of, what was it called, Lumberjack, and he captioned it, niggas doing they shit. Of no taco was... In the video, like I said, Elboy and Donald Genesis were actually on ad libs for Lumberjack. So that is at least four, if you're counting at home, four odd future artists who are in some way tied to this project. 
God almighty, if you give me just one Earl and Tyler song at 21, I will come. I will come everywhere in this fucking universe. Every motherfucking where will be filled with... Listen, it, let's, let's just speak for this moment. I, could, I think I've done this before. I don't know if I actually went through with it. But I think I've actually pantomimed on what a Tyler and Earl album would be and what the meshing point would be. You have Earl now on this kind of, you know, Alchemist, Griselda tip with some of his Lucy's and verses for the past year. But, you know, trying to lean towards a harder, more cutting-edge lyrical style for his next album. You have Tyler the Creator trying to wrap his ass off and prove that he's still a, a good rapper for his next album after being a pretty interesting rapper for the past two years post-Igor and all of his features and Lucy's. If you give me a Tyler the Creator song rapping at his absolute best, an Earl Sweatshirt rapping at his absolute best, I will come everywhere. It will be filled. It will be new galaxies. Just give me Rusty Part 2 or Ass Milk Part Yo, if you give me Ass Milk Part I'm gonna cry. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not gonna bullshit you, dude. If you give me a verse for verse, verse for verse, like dynamic duo style, um, you know, uh, fucking Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, like just trading verses a la Ass Milk in, you know, 13 years ago now, Part 2. Tyler and Earl, dude. I'm gonna fucking put the load this. And they were depicted together, you know. I think it was because of um it's like a holiday, you know, Earl had a kid, uh Tyler was doing like some camp or some bullshit. Like, they were depicted together, I think like early last year or late 2019. So they're like close, you know, close enough anyway. Oh god, please give me the Earl Sorcerer and Tyler.